Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. When it comes to sexuality and marriage, many of us carry baggage into the relationship, and it might be that you've been abused. Uh, if that's the case, we are here to offer some hope for you. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. And uh, Greg, Aaron, in your counseling experiences and your marriage conferences, you probably meet a fair number of people who have been through some sort of sexual trauma. All the time. Absolutely all the time. Hmm. I've seen the, the research that says that about every 73 seconds, so just imagine that, so every 73 seconds, an American is sexually assaulted. Mm. And every nine minutes, that victim is a child. And so, I mean, it's just heartbreaking, despicable, and yet very, very common, which as as we experience that sort of trauma, which creates such, such painful wounds, I mean, we're going to walk those things into our marriage, yeah. into our relationships, if we don't get help. That's why, boy, one of the things that we love to do is to help couples who've who've experienced that, you know, really figure out how do how do we heal, how do we manage that together as a couple? Um, because I tell you, marriage can be so healing in in so many ways, especially for someone who's been abused. Yeah, but this is a pain point for so many couples. And that's why we're going to hear from Dr. Cliff Penner now and his wife Joyce, who have so much wisdom on this topic of sexuality. And here now they discuss how you can overcome past sexual pain. Cliff and Joyce, uh, we've got about half the program left. And I really want to dedicate some time to talking about those things that block intimacy. Mm -hmm. And and there are many. Um, We hear from hurting women who would love to enjoy a healthy um, sexuality, but have found sex to be a deep area of pain Mm -hmm. because they have uh, been wounded. There may be past trauma. Uh, they've experienced things that are beyond their control. And there's guilt associated with that. There's many things that are hindering a healing in that area. Mm-hmm. Where do they start to find better footing in this area of intimacy in their marriage mm-hmm. with past trauma, past hurt? Well, a foundation here is the the belief that if a sexual life is going to be good for a lifetime, it has to be as good for one as it is for the other. So when we go with that mental set, then we can focus on finding out what the barriers are about and what we do with them. And for her, when there's been woundedness, some kind of hurt that Mm -hmm. happened to her, that will have to be dealt with. And that usually requires some outside help. Mm -hmm. And she needs to find a place where it's safe to just talk it over, over and over again and maybe journal about it and write about it. Sometimes being in a group with other women who have experienced similar hurts helps to release that. But then once the hurt is dealt with, then she's going to need to take steps gradually in enjoying that the sexual relationship with her husband is safe and that she can let herself be there and and enjoy it for herself and take small steps. We always think, I think if we're stuck somewhere, we always want to jump to the side where we want to be. And we have a little diagram and enjoy of pouring steps like you pour concrete and you let the first step dry and it's a small step and you have to be at that step till you, for example, let's say we talked about kissing. 
let's say she was kissed inappropriately by a father or grandfather or whatever, and so kissing just makes her cringe, she's not going to just be able to get in there and get passionate kissing. It's a negative thing. It's a negative thing. It was taken from her. So experiencing God's healing through prayer and intervention and using in, in God's conversation servants. with her husband. Yeah. You know, let me ask you this from a, a spiritual perspective, um, a, a physical intimacy perspective, mm-hmm. which you have uh, talked about these last couple of days. It's right. so important to put those together, your mm-hmm. sexuality and your spirituality. Mm-hmm. Why does a woman get trapped in that cocoon uh, of not moving forward um, to better enjoy her physical intimacy, that space. Why does it become more comfortable to stay here where there's pain and there's a lack of fulfillment in her marital relationship with her husband rather than wanting to move to a better place? Well, the way we understand it is, in fact, there's a pattern for women who experience sexual abuse, and that's that they can be often wildly, even promiscuously sexual outside of marriage, where they feel in control, and it's not being done to them, they typically shut down in marriage very quickly. Sometimes it happens already on the wedding night, sometimes during the honeymoon, for sure within the first few months. Mm. And the way we understand it, and it's just our theory, is that now she feels trapped like she did in the abuse. And so this is where the husband's role is so important to it really makes it difficult if she is feeling trapped and then he's pursuing and demanding. So he's really got to give her space and she has to learn that she is safe with him and to listen to herself and to free that part of herself and take it and own it as God's gift to her to enjoy with her husband. Yeah. And that takes time. As sexual therapists, um, what are the top three, four, five issues that confront you uh, with, you know, 80% of the folks you see? What's the typical thing? Well, in general, there are all those things that have to do with lifestyle and... and That most of us experience that are just normal things. Having children. All those things. And then there can be relationship tension, you know, if he has an anger problem or she's very controlling or or she's dominating or or he is always escaping getting out of there uh whatever those may be so you got to deal with the relationship issues but as we get to the sexual part the primary thing that that goes on there for the woman often is fear huh describe that what what creates that kind of fear well if there's been some kind of hurt or woundedness then her anxiety goes up, her fear triggers, and the fear dominates rather than she can't feel any of those feelings or God-given sensations because the panic sets in, the fear. the mm. If it's hurt, physical hurt or other hurt. Uh, what would that fear come from? What, what would they be afraid of? I mean, that pain, that's understandable. Yeah. Are, there, are there women who don't experience that kind of trauma that still have fear? Sometimes, yes, and sometimes that has to do with being warned that, you know, it's going to hurt. This is awful. This is awful. He's going to use you, 
you know. It's all men want. It's all men want. (laughs) Yeah. It is. It the opposite kind of teaching we're trying to give to women. Mm. It's not for me. It's just he's going to come at you. You're not going to have a chance. And so that is can create fear. Wow, this has been terrific. You you got one more thing you want to add to that? Oh well, I I wanted to get back to some of those other issues that people struggle with. Hit it, women particularly. One is if somebody was raised in an alcoholic or out of control home where somebody was emotionally, uh, the home was volatile, volatile, upset, angry home, where they felt. They had to be in control because the parents As a child. were, but particularly in an alcoholic home, that will set a lot of women into a resistant mode. They will resist getting into the sexual experience and be very um, avoidant of it. Not and, just lack of desire. It's really fighting it. Yeah. They just fight it, fight it, fight it. When they finally give in, they get aroused, respond, and they don't like the feeling of having been out of control yeah. because that doesn't feel safe. Whenever we teach a seminar, we always have... 10, 15 couples come up and say, that's us. Yeah. It's exactly what happens. You know, I so appreciate how uh, insightful and practical and tender the penners are about this subject. And uh, Aaron, let's continue on a little bit. Speak to a wife who might have experienced some sexual abuse. Um, at what point should they seek out counseling? It is so important if you are carrying the weight of sexual abuse or sexual attack, something has happened to you and it's continuing to resurface, I say go in and and talk to someone about it. It's such a freeing thing to go into a counseling office with the, it's a safe place that you can be seen and heard and validated and your heart can be cared for. There's also opportunity to seek healing through other tools that counselors use. And so it's just it's just being aware of, I as an adult, if this has happened to me as a child or as an adult, as an adult, it's my job to take care of me. And part of that is if I have hurts and pains that I've been carrying around, why not go in and seek healing and freedom? He, you know, you think about Jesus came that we might have life and have it to the full, not that we're carrying around these chains and these burdens, and those do show up in our marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. So such an opportunity for healing. How often do you uh, meet with couples where one of them has been traumatized in the past sexually, but says, I'm fine, I'm really fine, but it's pretty clear, no, they just buried that thing. All the time, because as a child... We had very few coping mechanisms available to deal with that level of trauma. So one of them was probably to disassociate from that, to compartmentalize that. And and once we do that, it becomes something that we use and we get better at it, better at it. Now we're married and now I'm able to do that within my marriage, that I'm able to compartmentalize whatever's going on. And that's why, boy, to go in and and meet with a a professional and have that person really guide you and your spouse and together as a couple through that healing process to where you learn how to cope differently with that, to be able to revisit those moments of trauma Mm -hmm. and and rewrite a different script. And I mean, there's so many, as Aaron was saying, there's so many tools and experiences that a counselor can help you go through that that provide such an amazing level of healing now especially if you do this together as a couple 
man, we just there, there's something so powerful watching our spouse heal and go through these things. The level of understanding and empathy that flows from that. They just start to do those things within their marriage. Yeah. And they can actually get to that marriage that they both are longing to have. Well, we want to help you. And if this is an area that you're struggling in, um, we have a team of counselors who are here to assist you. Uh, let them be kind of the first uh, place that you share about this. If you've never talked about a past trauma, um, call and we'll set up a consultation time for you. And then they can refer you to somebody in your area that can have an ongoing counseling relationship with you. We would certainly recommend the book that Cliff and Joyce Penner have written called Enjoy the Gift of Sexual Pleasure for Women. Uh, we're making that available when you make a monthly pledge or one-time gift to the work of Focus on the Family. Uh, help us do ministry through podcasts, through radio programs, uh, TV, video, uh, so many different things that we're doing to help strengthen marriages. Uh, partner with us today, and we will send a copy of that book, Enjoy the Gift of Sexual Pleasure for Women, to you. Um, we've got details about all these resources and more in the show notes. Next time, Pastor Craig Groeschel will join us to discuss how to get along better with your spouse. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, thanks for joining us. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.